So, Kevin, what's a Gundam? Is it a super weapon whose only vulnerable part is the squishy bit in the center? I mean, usually there's also sort of a nuclear reactor that can explode. Okay. Welcome to What's a Gundam, the internet's best occasional podcast in a podcast where Kevin and I watch Gundam Wing. Yep. And it's been at least a month since we did this this time, so Kevin, what do you remember about Gundam Wing? It exists. Okay. How many Gundams are there? Six. Are you counting the tall geese as a Gundam? Yes. I mean, that's a reasonable thing to do. <laughs> How many Gundam pilots can you name? Uh, we got Hero. We do. Wu Fei. True. Um, and that's it. That's, that's all that's in my head. Okay. Do you remember that guy in the mask? Uh, Zex. Yes. Do you remember his girlfriend? No. Do you remember his boss? No. Okay. What do you remember that happened last time? What's happened in Gundam Wing so far? Walk me through the story so far. Uh, the story so far is the space colonies devised an extremely stupid plan. Well, it's actually, the beginning of the plan is perfectly fine, where they develop these, uh, Gundam super weapons. And they send them to Earth because they're worried about the Alliance taking over the space colonies. But as opposed to coordinating all five Gundams that they send to the planet, they send them all down on individual missions without telling them that there are four other people who are basically doing the same thing they are. So they end up running into conflict with one another because it's like, oh my god, what are other Gundams doing here? Why did nobody tell you of this? I thought that was the whole point of the plan. Anyway, they show up. Hero infiltrates a school and uses that as his cover to explain why he's running around Do you remember doing the things? girl who's obsessed with Hero's name? Relina. Okay. So she finds Hero as he first crashes on the planet and becomes obsessed with him and suicide. Suicide she, by him specifically. By him specifically, but I think she's she's like obsessed with she's like interested in suicide when she first meets him and then he's like I'm going to kill her and she's like oh excellent. All right, cool. So kill me. And then we have the pilot of the Death Scythe ends up running into Hero, and the two of them kind of start teaming up. Troa, there's a name that popped out of my head, runs into Quattro. I I know it's not Quattro, but that's... That's a different Gundam character. It's Quattro. If I I say that the Death Scythe's pilot has to do with two, does that ring a bell? Yes, but no. (laughs) That's why, so Troa and uh, Quattro end up playing flutes together. And they start teaming up, and Wufei, after Hero shows up to the Zex boss's plan to get the heads of the Alliance military assassinated so that Oz can take over the Alliance military, essentially. So he gets, he tricks all the Gundams into destroying, or into killing all of the heads of the Alliance military, and Wufei shows up to scold the rest of them after that, was like, you played right into his hands, you idiots. And then he fights that same, the head of Oz on a boat loses but the guy's like you seem cool we'll fight later and so he just leaves because you know that makes sense yeah and then they begin a coup to take over the alliance military which is succeeding they being oz yes oz where lady un because i can see her on the screen shoves a dude out of a plane and then shoots him in the head (laughs) ah that part was good they basically take over all of the alliance there's been a couple of spots of resistance where they send at one point they send zex in the tall 
to take care of it. And that's when he realizes that the Tulgis can operate at a much higher, not efficiency, but like a much higher level than his body can withstand. So he can't control it very well because he's like, I can't handle the G-forces and acceleration that the Tulgis can both output and withstand itself. You remember way more than I thought you would. Do you remember where Zex is? What he's trying to do right now? He's recovering from his injuries inflicted in the Tulgis. Yes. So the last time I remember seeing him, he was in a tent. Yes, but what was he trying to do from that tent? Do you remember? He was trying to take out one of the... He's trying to take over the Saint Kingdom. Okay. Which is where he is from. Yeah, because he was actually an ex... Well, I guess he he was a prince or something like that. Mm -hmm. Some member of the royal family. As was Relina. Yes. Which her dead dad told her. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's, like I said, way better than I was expecting. So we are going to go watch episode 10, Hero, Distracted by Defeat. Any predictions for this episode, Kevin? I feel like Hero is going to be... It's not that he's going to be defeated in this episode. It's he's just going to be whiny and mopey because he got defeated two or three episodes ago with the whole being tricked into assassinating the enemy. So he's just going to he's going to be the person who you're screaming at, like, just stop wallowing in your misery, asshole, and get over it. All right. So we're going to go watch episode 10. You can see it on Crunchyroll or Hulu or the ancient DVDs. Or if you're a very old man, the VHSs. Or if you're a time traveler, Toonami in the early 2000s. And we will be back to talk about it. All right, we are back and we watched episode 10, Hero, Distracted by Defeat. What did you think, Kevin? So definitely had some stuff that I was expecting and then a lot of stuff I wasn't expecting. And I'm sure as they'll come back up on screen, I'll remember some of the uh, thoughts I had in my head of like this. You know, there was a couple of points I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And then, you know, jokes would pop into my head or oh, that's actually pretty cool. I forgot about the train Leos. I was not expecting the train Leos yeah. to rise up like zombies there. Yes. Especially because in order for them, because they popped out of the cars that had flipped over, so they had to have been stored sideways, sideways yeah. in the train. Like, well, what would have happened if it didn't knock the train over? Like, what if you just popped out and fallen over? Ha <laughs> oh. ha! They have gyro beds to launch from? That doesn't seem right. No, but it's one of those, this is a cool shot. Yeah, except that means you would have had to have been loaded in sideways. Gundam Wing will do anything for the cool shot. I yeah. think it's established. I, that's fair. Like, I can't give it too much shit for that. It's actually got a very good visual director. We've talked a lot about the visuals in it, but that's yeah. not something I've ever given it credit before. I think because the animation in general is so poor. Yeah. But as far as, like, there are some sweet storyboards. Yes. I'm sure, somewhere for Gundam Wing. Yeah, there's definitely a ton of cool shots. Sometimes they don't all flow well together, but that's not necessarily... I mean, that's somebody's fault, but that's not necessarily the guy... Like, especially if the guy who came up with a cool storyboard was like, look at this awesome shot! And he's like, well, I mean, yeah, you put it in there, but you just kind of, like, literally slapped it into <laughs> the middle of the thing, which I know is a uh, criticism sometimes of Snyder, yeah. where it's like... It seems like he read cool comic book panels and storyboards and just literally was like, put that in the movie! But how is that going to make put it in the movie? So here we have the little bit going over the couple of things that I forgot, like the one guy suiciding the Tulgis into that one base. Yeah. Which the managed to survive. We knew it survived last time. Yeah. I, I just meant like the fact that he like him dying. Sure, that's fine. But the Tulgis was unscathed. Sure. So Trey's has arrived at the castle in the Saint Kingdom on a plane. He's like, ah, the Tulgis, cool. I can tell only Zex Marquis could possibly pilot this cool mobile suit. 
Yeah, I was like, and that's utter bullshit. Him being like, that's a unique machine. Cool. Only Zex can use it. Mm, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm sure any of the Gundam pilots could do it. I'm sure there's probably some other people who could. Like, I can't think of anybody at the time, but I'm sure there's other people who could pilot that damn Telgis. Anyway, Lady On's like, giving Zex too much spatial treatment might not be wise. She's really laying on the Sundari thick this episode. <laughs> like, really thick. Trace is like, we're, we're giving our best pilot our best mobile suit. Makes sense to me. Yes, it does. <laughs> but she's just like, um, anybody, like, nobody can get close to Trace. Only I can be close to Trace. He's like, anyway, don't worry about it. Just worry about the big problems I give you. Yep. So he goes to meet Zex in the meeting hall where he shot that guy, and he apparently had someone clean it up. Yes. He is in a spiffy black cape. The The Oz dress uniforms do look baller. Yes. Except for Lady Uns. I don't really like Lady Uns. No. I like... The color's I like, not good, right? No. Well, and, like, she doesn't have anything faint. I mean, she's got, like, the... Is it cravat? Is that what I, the... I think so. The weird necktie thing? But, like, that's all that she has. The other three have cool half cut. Well, I mean, they're... I think they're full capes, but they're, like, pinned at one shoulder. Uh-huh. Which all go really well, and Lady Un just looks kind of stupid next to all the rest of them. Yep. And Trace is like, I'd like to thank you personally for everything you did, guys. You too, Noin. And like, oh, you're too kind. Yep. And Lady Un's like, oh, why does he have to thank his soldiers? They're just doing their jobs. And He's why would they shamelessly accept his praise? It was like, okay. And this is where, like I said, she is laying on the Sundari super fucking thick. Also, she is the worst manager you've ever had. Oh, yeah. God. Holy shit. Trace is like, good news. I put Lady Un in charge of our new plan. I can almost hear Zex groaning from here, <laughs> even though the TV is muted. And she's like, hey, uh, I've got to give a meeting right now, so I want these guys to come with me. Well, so here's something that this is how you know she's the worst manager ever. She turns, starts walking away, and then is like, oh, yeah, by the way, follow me. Yeah. It's like you could have said that before fucking turning around. But Trace is like, no, I have to have sweet bro time with Zex, so I'll send him when we're done. Yep. She's like, Noin, follow me instead. But Noin is a professional, so she just mams at her. Yep. I mean, she's a soldier. It makes sense. You tend to have shitty commanders sometimes. Yeah. I do love, it makes total sense, but how Trace does the power move of sitting in the chair. Yes. When he's basically like, hey, got your cool kingdom back. Just sit in your cool chair. Yep. Anyway, he's like, uh, so are you a lightning baron or lightning count? I can't remember which one we call you. But Zex is just like, I just want to keep following, because earlier he admitted, he's like, I can't rule the kingdom. Yeah. And Trace is like, yeah, that would be great for me, actually. Are you sure, though? I am a good manager, and I want to make sure you make the choice that's right for you. Yes. Well, on top of the fact, like like he said, it was like, of course I would love to have you as a subordinate. He's like, yeah, right now the only thing I can call myself is a guy who kills his own men. And technically fair. This line didn't make a whole lot of sense, where he was like, uh, the only thing I could call myself is the person who kills his own men. The Gundams? Yes. Are you saying that the Gundams are your own men? Or was <laughs> this like a new, like, you just immediately transitioned into a new line of thought? Uh, I kind of get it, because the Gundams are responsible for all these deaths. All the, it, Zek's attempting to defeat the Gundams. Well, I think, I think it's just because it says the Gundams. Yeah. It, it's an awkward I, line, don't get me wrong. I think, and maybe it made a bit more sense in Japanese, where Zex is like, I want to keep following you. And Trace goes, like, the Gundams with a question mark. And that's when he says, yes, like, I need to defeat them mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like, I still have unfinished business. I don't strictly need to tell you that i don't feel like i can run my country but he's like i have unfinished business but i'm the killer of his own men the gundams yes i think there was supposed to be a pause somewhere in there that did not show up <laughs> anyway so trey's in contrast to what lady un just told him he's like oh okay then do as you wish yep <laughs> carte blanche and zex is like i'm very grateful 
And as he's leaving, Trace is like, hey, by the way, aren't you going to take your mask off now that you've carried out your revenge and there's no one to be mad at you for being a prince of the same kingdom or whatever anymore? Yep. You don't need to hide your face anymore. Zex is like, yes, I do. Yeah. I am my scars. I personally would have loved, like, I just got extremely comfortable wearing it, so it, like, it feels awkward without it on. Yeah, I just feel naked. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, sometimes Noin takes it off and I feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Trace is like, you're a great soldier. That's why I can trust you with anything. Miliardo Peacecraft. Zex is like, please don't call me that. And Trace is like, well, I'm looking forward to the day you will take off your mask. Cut the lady on giving a briefing on a crane? <laughs> yes. Cherry picker. That's cherry the, picker, yes. That's the name. of. She's on a cherry picker because she's in front of this gigantic fucking screen. Yep. With a whole bunch of Oz troops there for her. And she's like, anyway, we have to move the Tauruses because somebody at Victoria Base got them all blown up. Somebody don't know who that could be. Yep. And we have to put a new system on them. And everyone's like, new system? I haven't heard about that. Our lack of confidence in the Victoria base thing. I wonder who was in fucking control there. Anyway, we're going to go by land and by air. Also, there will be decoys. We've considered everything. Anyway, we're going to blow up the Gundams. Yeah, I do really like how arrogant she is about her attacks of the Gundams, where she does kind of explain some of their faults, but they never address the extremely important thing that should be at the forefront of how the hell do you defeat the Gundams with none of your goddamn bullets penetrate their armor. <laughs> yeah, oh, these are their tact- down. Yeah, I was like, these are their tactical weaknesses. Cool, I can't kill him. It does not matter if I know how to wound Superman emotionally if he's going to beat the shit out of me. Yeah, shooting Superman in his eye didn't work, so I'm not <laughs> sure what you want me to do. Do we have his kryptonite? No, but he tends to fight this way. Cool. I still die. That's not helpful. Anyway, she's like, our loss is up until now because the cowardly soldiers got our data really slowly. This time we're serious. Now I will give an example of how to eradicate the Gundams. Admittedly, some these are some of the tact. Well, it's a little bit later, but some of the tactical faults of the Gundams, where it's like, yes, those are like actually like decent ways to beat them, except for the fact that you cannot penetrate their goddamn armor. Cut the hero Yui, who's got an email. And this time, Dr. J has attached an MP4. Anyway, the first Gundam, the wing. Which he calls Gundam 01. Is a cool plane. So we're going to blow off its wings. Yeah, we're going to lure it into the air. With our Ares. Yeah, it's like, it's amazing. It's amazingly mobile. Look at it dodging all of our fire. Anyway, we're going to shoot it with our Ares. Okay. (laughs) We cut to Dr. J. He's like, hey, the Taurus is a problem. It's got the ability to learn from its combat data. I want to trust mankind with this, but what if the machine just starts ignoring the pilot's commands and acts on its own? Well, not just mankind, because he mentions Zex control, like, uh, Oz. apparently uh, Oz has a control thing embedded in it, but, like, this is definitely a level of, well, what if we just had an AI pilot, the tall geese? Like, yeah. oh yeah, they're developing an AI. That's, yeah, no, that's extremely dangerous, especially when you have sociopaths developing the AI for you. Anyway, Dr. is like, the consequences could be significant, so we have to destroy it, or it'll be a menace to mankind. Like me, with this claw. <laughs> and Hero's like, yeah. And Duo's like, yes, I came to say goodbye. And by that, I mean, make a plan with you. <laughs> yeah, I've came, to, I've come to say goodbye. And by goodbye, I mean we're fucking leaving now. I will attack the land one, because you can fly. Deal? Deal. <laughs> I mean, he, oh, I guess he, he's got more, like, jump jets than actual flight capability. Yeah. Dude's like, we'll lose if we don't have our own plan this time. And one if by air and you if by sea is, <laughs> is, a, is a plan, right? It's better than the literal nothing they had before, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so, so Gundam 2 is invisible and good at close combat. Moving on. 
<laughs> yeah, like I said, that was great. Especially the, uh, so here are the strengths of Zero Two. Moving on. How do we defeat that one, sir? Uh, we kind of hope we don't have to deal with it. <laughs> anyway, make number three run out of ammo. That is a legitimate plan. I like, uh, oh, we could just make them all run out of ammo. Okay, cool. Only one of them technically uses ammo. All of the rest of them have melee capabilities, which have never shown to run out ever. Cut to Troa, who is also like, ah, oh, we have no choice but to attack. Catra as well. Troa is like, well, this seems like a very simple plan, but if they manage to trick us, they might be able to stall us out. And he's like, I'll attack Aaron. Catra's like, I have an army, so we'll attack the ground. And if it's a decoy, we'll tell everyone else, because yeah. they're coming, probably. Yep. He's like, I'm sure they will come. Cut to Wufei, who is just on a st- giant stalactite, or is that a... That is actually the other one. I can't think of this. Stalagmite. A giant stalagmite at his Gundam being like, oh, I suck. I can't fight anymore. The Taku denounced me. Yeah. I'm so emo. He's also wearing a uh, traditional Chinese suit as opposed to like the fighting fatigues that he generally tends to wear. Yep. Also, number four is also good at close, close combat, combat, but better. But has a broader range. Moving <laughs> on. Don't fight number five. <laughs> Just bombard it until it's destroyed. It's got its left arm has a giant flamethrower. That seems nasty to be hit by. Yeah. This concludes the briefing. <laughs> at least the zero five. Don't fight it. Fight it at rage and destroy it. Okay, that's like actually a decent plan. Why wasn't that the plan for the other two close combat ones? This one's re- really good at sneaking up on you and uh, is good in close combat. Anyway, she takes her cherry picker to directly above Zex and Noid. Because, again, visual direction is all this show has going for it. It's like, anyway, Zex, remember how I said I was going to send a bunch of Ares after Gundam 1? Actually, I want you to fight it. Alone, by yourself. And Noid is like, you can't expect it to fight alone. I'll back him up with Ares, like you said. <laughs> Please, give me the order. She's like, no. You will be with me. I'm pointing you to headquarters. You will be my assistant. Have a problem? And Zex is like, that's cool. I want somebody I actually trust there. So. Yes, I like how he's like, listen, this both takes you out of the battle. And also, she's going to murder us all if we let her actually control the battle. So if you're there, maybe I have a chance of not dying. Uh, Noid points out this is very convenient for her, because if Zex loses, suddenly it's all his fault. Yep. Cut to the pink limo, where it's Lorelina going to their school. She goes up to a bunch of schoolgirls who run up to her and call her by name. And they're like, it's awful. Hero and Duo already left, and we haven't even got a chance to be friends with them yet. Relina just starts talking to herself with the three girls here, who's like, I'm yep. to fight again, Hero. Well, I will go to my own battleground. And that's the last we see of her. Yes. And also those poor girls have got to be like, what? <laughs> Why is she whispering to herself? Cut to the command <clears throat> center from Star Wars Episode Four. <laughs> Basically. They have satellites to see what's going on, and Lady's like, ah, they'll attack eventually. And Noin's like, hey, can you tell me which one they're actually going to use? And she's like, no, both are very important. Also, they're already attacking us. Basically, what I'm thinking is they're on neither of them. Yeah, I, I believe that is accurate. If we hadn't seen Wufei in his suit, I would show him to be, show up and be like, you idiots! It was not either of these. It was a trick trap. Yeah. So the Sandrock is the first to show up, and she sends the Ares to attack it. Him and his army of dudes, which quickly wipe out all the Ares sent after them, because they were like, we shall attack this one Gundam, and oh my god, there's another 20 of them. I <laughs> yeah. mean, they're not Gundams, but... I feel like this is the first time the Maganax have actually done anything. But they are very effective here. When they first show up, they do stuff. Okay. Anyway, turns out they're transporting them on a train. Which I point out is extremely stupid, because all you have to do is take out the tracks, and suddenly your transport no longer works. Yep. Also, the cut to the eye catch I find very awkward, because we get like a half-second shot of the train, and yep. it slowly fades to black. 
anyway, Catra agrees with Kevin's assessment. Is like, I'm going to go stop those train tracks. Yep. He's like, this is definitely the right way because they have a bunch of mobile suits. So he goes to cut the train tracks, but it's like, it's a laser train. Yes. <laughs> I do love the gun turret that just pops out of it. And it shoots him in. Oh, no, <clears throat> now he's on the tracks. It was actually a weapon plan, nice train plan all along. Vaudevillian villain you. But the Death Scythe jumps on the train, tries to tackle it like a football player, and manages to derail it. Yeah, I kind of would have liked him to kick it over, as opposed to in this, he, like, grabs onto it and pulls it over. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that bothered me as much as it would have made more sense to, like, kick the lead car. It's still going very fast, and you feel like one of those cars would have hit the sand rock. Yeah. But it's fine. And so is the Death Scythe. Well, yeah, because nobody understands train physics in, like, actuality, because it's like... You realize trains take like half a mile to stop yep. from, a, and especially with that train going at full speed, that would be a mile to stop with its brakes. So yes, knocking it over would make it stop a lot quicker, but it seemed like it was only 600 feet from the other Gundam. Like it just would have ran him over. I mean, if he did it before a turn then. Yeah. But it did not. Anyway, as we mentioned before, the train car's sides all open up now that they're all on its side and a bunch of Leos come out walking dead style. Yep. Which, again, it's like, that's a really cool shot, but that means you were loaded in sideways. Lady Un's plan is flawless, Kevin. Flawless. She never loses. Anyway, a high-speed carrier is heading after the air one, so they send out their Ares. Because apparently Tro's move is to just ram carriers into things while he gets out and into the Gundam. I, like, don't, don't break it if it ain't fixed. Or don't break it if it ain't fixed. Don't <laughs> fix it if it ain't broke. So the heavy arms comes out, it slowly descends with its jump jets while destroying Taurus, and it attacks it right before the planes have to land to refuel. Destroying Ares. We haven't yep. actually yep. seen the Taurus. You're right. I misspoke. Well, it said Taurus on the screen, so yes. I could see that being a weird fraudulent slip thing. Yeah, the Taurus are space mobile suits, so no, we have not seen them in action yet. He begins destroying a bunch of Leos, jets, and tanks and stuff, and the wing is also approaching. And so they're like, Zax, go get it. It's a rival to bases, T minus 300. 300 fucking what? Units. <laughs> Units of time. Seconds? Minutes? Hours? Like 300 hours, I don't need to worry at all. 300 seconds, I need to worry a lot. Zex is like, ah, he's close. Better go get him. Meanwhile, we get some reused shots of the wing being down and transforming while it slides down. It is a cool shot, to be fair. It is a cool shot, but it made me, I was like, wasn't he going after the air group? Why was he like 50 feet off the ground? The air group did just land. That makes a bit of sense. He gets a bunch of Leos with a buster rifle shot because they still haven't learned spacing. That was in Lady Anne's briefing. Nope. And he's like, hey, something's flying at me. Is it an Ares? No, it's too big. And it is, of course, the Tall Geese. Hero texts the Jada is basically like, what? There are no matches to Oz's new weapons. That's weird. Better shoot it very slowly. <laughs> I do like this shot where the Toggies immediately changes its direction yes. and goes up, but it makes the wing look very slow rather than the Toggies looking fast, in my opinion. It does that, and also, um, Zex is dead. With that, like, <laughs> th he mentioned that he cannot handle the maneuvers that thing can do. So that was a 90 degree turn from full speed to stop to full speed again he's dead he is paced on the bottom of, or on the inside of that cockpit uh, that's what the mask is for kevin he gets a shot from above but as you pointed out the gundams are immune to weapons so not weapons just he's they're immune to their weapons yeah and, and zex is like we have no need for cannons or guns between us and detaches his to pull out his beam saber 
I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I really wanted Hero to just shoot him with the beam, uh, the Buster rifle. Yeah, because uh, there's one more shot left. I like. I know it wasn't going to happen, but that just would have been the funniest thing ever. Because uh, it's like you know, you're a real Gundam pilot, and you're dead. He probably would have dodged it again. Probably, but like that would have been funny. Yeah, it would have. But Gundam Wing loves a one-on-one sword fight. At least these guys don't get out of their robots to one-on-one sword fight. That's fair. So Hero pa hits the melee button, pulls out his beam saber. I like to imagine it as a giant red button that he like literally has to put because he puts a ton of force into smashing the button. Yeah. So I like the idea that he has to do that all the time. Like, listen, man, the button's really sticky. Troy's like, hey, is that the new Oz model? Well, I have to attack these things, so hope he can handle it. The sword fight also looks very slow. So I think part of it is just that Gundam Wing fights are slow. Yeah. Anyway, Hero has to fall back, and Zex is like, I believe I've won. I have no fear whatsoever. If you remember, he was very scared of what the Tall yep. could do earlier. And he's like, I don't even have to take the Tall to its full limit here. And Hero's like, oh, it's not new. It's super old. So he's like, I'm going to take it out. And I do actually like Tro is like, I'm here to destroy the Taurus, so I'm going to go over there and do that. <laughs> it's the right thing to do. Yep. Not that he could really interrupt in that fight well anyway. Yeah. You know, like, all right, cool. I have a bunch of guns. How do I assist somebody in a one-on-one sword fight. So the Death Scythe and Sandrak have destroyed half of the Leos. Zex is fighting the wing to a standstill, but Troa, as we point out, just walk him in. Yep. Who would have guessed the Gundams had this much power? No, he's like, like, me, I would have. Literally, ever, like, this isn't the first engagement either. We've literally seen them destroy our bases single-handedly. Now there are fucking four of them. Hey, remember that time you tried to blow up a school, but there was a Gundam in the way? Yeah, that was one of them. There are now four. So, Noin's like, hey, the Taurus carriers are ready for takeoff, I'll give the okay, but Leon's like, I did not approve of that, my strategies never fail. Get Face Fortress Barge on the line. Noin's like, okay, They're like, positioning is complete. I must now turn away from the view screen to give this dramatic order. Again, she's a terrible manager. <laughs> this shot's gonna look so cool, though. Anyway, she's like, attention all Gundams, we're gonna shoot your colonies with missiles. We got all the Alliance's old missile satellites, and we're pointing them at the colonies, so... Surrender, or we will blow them up. This is not a bluff. And we get shots of missile satellites, so we, the audience, know that. Yep. Surrender and hand over your Gundams, or else. So we get some reactions from the ones that aren't hero. And Zex, who's like, this is not the time for tasteless tactics. Now they can't fight, which means I can't fight. And then Hero takes off his arm. Yeah. Because he's like, fuck this. <laughs> he's like, hey, Noin, put Lady On on the phone. And one of the soldiers is like, the Gundams stopped, but they aren't surrendering. Lady On's like, so launch a missile, I don't care where. But you should probably tell us so, you know, you don't yell, call 911. I don't care who. <laughs> you learn military orders at all. And Zex is like, hey, Colonel, chill. And she's like, I know what I'm doing. But he's like, this isn't what Trey's wants. And she's like, I'm just better at knowing what he wants than you are. <laughs> Clearly, you do not know what he wants. He's like, yes, I do. It hangs up on him. Sundari to the max. It's like, you don't understand, Baka. And Noin's like, no, no, you don't, actually. And so she's now right behind her, which I do love this shot. Yeah. It's like, the objective is to eliminate the rebels. He does not want to involve battles to destroy civilians. Yeah, don't you remember that time you were going to shoot a bunch of nuclear missiles and the Gundams stopped him? And he's like, oh, thank God for the Gundams. Yeah. So she turns and slaps Noin, who uh, takes it like a champ. And she's like, the colonies suck. They're insignificant and pathetic. I can destroy them easily. I'll sweep them all away with a single command. This single command. Launch the missiles! And Noin's like, hey, don't. And this is when Dr. J hackings all of their monitors. I do like everyone's like, who's this guy? <laughs> Literally only Hero is the person who knows who this is. Uh, Rolina would know too, but he has not yes. hacked her thing. 
And he's like, the space colonies don't have any intention of fighting Oz. This is all my personal vendetta. I sent the Gundams. It was me the whole time. Who? who? Like, he's transmitting from Colony C-1013 on a normal frequency. And he's like, you guys all suck, so I have no choice but to surrender, since you're willing to go this far. But I'm not going to give you the Gundams. Yep. Very well. I, I like where it's like, uh, I am surrendering to you. Abandon your Gundams. No, I am surrendering to you, not them. Hero gets out, and Zex is like, why is this little boy in a Gundam? He looks I, like he's probably in, like, in puberty and very moody about it. Yep. Well, I love where he's like, a boy. A small child has been kicking my ass. God damn it. <laughs> so Hero has his finger on a trigger as he is standing outside, and he's like, yep, okay. And he blows himself up. And by that, I mean his Gundam. Very poorly. So, like, the one problem I have with the self-destruct is it does fuck all. <laughs> like, the Gundam looks like it, you know, oh, no, it's been destroyed. Like, 90% of it seems totally salvageable. Like, I'd assume a self-destruct button would literally make it impossible to get the technology out of it. Yeah, I assume all the internals have been destroyed. It might just be a problem with Gundadium armor. That maybe, really I, maybe, it, but like, inside. but that seems like a logical explanation as opposed to like, you should show this thing just gone. Yeah. Like he blew it up. It self-destructed. I mean, a somehow he gets just barely launched out of here. It's like, uh, that thing was exploding with enough force to destroy metal. How did your fleshy body survive or oh. not even get survived, but like get launched 200 feet away. Yeah, it gets launched into the pavement. Luckily, after that hospital escape, he took a bunch of feats to negate fall damage. So. <laughs> also, Wu Fei got shot off a motorcycle that one time. Like, I know they're superhuman, but uh, like I said, to me, like, uh, they're like, oh no, it's been destroyed. It lost an arm. Its leg broke. Its head's gone. The wings are, the wings are blown off. The wings are blown off. There's like small bits of the armor lying around, but even the crater isn't that big. Like, it just, to me you would want your super secret weaponry to completely destroy itself. So I Hero, think an implosion would have been really cool. That would have been cool. You're right. So Hero um, is lying in a pool of blood that's, you know... Slash Kool-Aid. Probably about three it, humans worth of blood. It looks like... So the first shot of it, it is the brightest red I've ever fucking seen for yeah. blood. And then the second shot, it actually looks like blood. But the first time it looks like, is, is your blood glowing? So Lady Un is shocked. So is Catra, who hurls his heart, is like, ah, the pain, my body, my soul. <laughs> While uh, Zex, Noin, and Un are having reactions to how dedicated Hero was. Yep. And Catra yells about his soul. And Trevor's like, hey, let's dip. As he goes and grabs Hero. Yep. End. I do love the dirt kind of going between the fingers, but it looks for all the world to me like he's ripping Hero out from some cables. A little bit. But I do like that he, like, it's not like he grabbed him. He went under the sand, picked yeah. him up. And like you said, it's the dirt falling out. But when you put it like that way, it does look like he's ripping him out of the cables. Like, we need to unplug him from the Matrix. <laughs> and Trez like, yeah, we, we can't fight, so we have to run. Because they bluffed with the colony. They did not bluff at fucking all. They had missiles pointed at the colonies. Like I think this is a character moment of Duo yes. thought it was a bluff. Yeah, and that's totally fair. They did not necessarily know it was a bluff. Catcher uses his flashbang shield so they can Solar escape. Solar flare! Trust God, this a moment is great. The tall case of moment, and Zex is like, hurry and move out. I won't attack you like this. And so the heavy arms slowly walks away. <laughs> Yep. It's like, ah, oh, good. If he'd come after me, we were screwed. <laughs> anyway, 
Adion gets told they're all retreating, and she's like, You haven't seen the last of me, Gundams! Or you, Noin, I'm totally gonna discipline you. He's like, Yeah, uh, Trace called me? <laughs> yeah, I have a call from, I have a call from Trace. Give me the phone! No! <laughs> it, it, yeah, I, she like goes to grab it, but she's like, Nah, you're not getting me again. You got the first one for free. And she's like, Uh, he says, uh, be more graceful. Like, Lady Un. Yeah. Much more graceful. She has a very smug look as she gets to deliver that line. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tro is driving away on his truck with the Gundam on the back. Hero still in the hand. <laughs> still clutched in the hand. Like, that is such a dick move. You didn't even bring... Like, the cabin of that truck is huge. You could have laid him down and he wouldn't have had his head resting in your lap. Like, oh my god. Not safer back there. More the given the hand than his seatbelt. <laughs> the breeze will get do him good. And that does it for the episode. So... What did you think, Kevin? It's pretty interesting. I liked the, like I said, I like the self-destruct. I like the idea of the self-destruct of the wing. I just hate the execution because it was like, he destroyed the wing. It's all like right there and totally salvageable. Like, it's all perfectly fine. I don't, all you need to do is, you know, replace the head, put some wings back on, you're golden. Probably put a new cockpit in there. Probably. The shiny gem fell off, Kevin. Everyone knows all the powers in the shiny gem. Ugh. Anyway, I really like Lady On basically proving that she is the worst commander of all Oz. But Trace keeps putting her in charge. I, I hope, like, because Trace is the quote-unquote villain, uh, I hope he keeps doing that. Because it's like, why do the Gundams keep winning? Well, for some stupid reason, we keep giving Lady On command, even though she keeps fucking up every time we do it. Her nuclear missile plan would have worked, question mark. Technically, this one would have worked as well. Again, question mark, where it's like, yes, you could wipe out all of the colonies. That's not really a good thing to do, but you could have done it. Yes. You want to nominate a mobile suit for us to add on our mobile suit list on It's a Gundam, Kevin. Let's put the Taurus on there. Taurus. Okay. It hasn't showed up yet, but I know what it looks like. Well, there were pictures of it. It's true. And we saw them loaded onto a ship that one time. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Any final thoughts, Kevin? Nah. Do you know what a Gundam is yet? Nope. We'll try again next time.